At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into another edition of the Saints and Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Daniel Salerson. Hope everyone had a good weekend. Hope everyone remains to stay safe and practicing social distancing as we have another great week of podcasts for you. And we kick off the week um, with Saints and Pelicans president Dennis Lausha as he joins me right now. Dennis, first of all, how is the health of you and your family and how's everyone doing on the staff so far dealing with this oh. virus? Daniel, uh, thanks for having me, and thanks for the question. Um, we're my family and I are, are doing very well. We've, um, you know, we've been quarantined like everyone else, and uh, both of my children are um, um, are doing their schoolwork at home, and and um, it's gone very very well. And um, and um, you know, I'm I'm really excited to say that you know the social distancing and allowing people to work remotely, um, you know, I think has has, has been very good for us. Um, and um, the the health of our staff um, is is excellent. To be perfectly honest with you, and and um, we still have obviously a long way to go, um, and we and we have to um, you know continue to be careful. But um, you know, as we have been saying from you know the very beginning, our number one priority is is being safe and and making sure that um, we're doing everything we can for our employees and their families and. And really, for our fans and the entire community, um, to um, you know, take the necessary steps to um, to be safe and 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 also um, and also you know you know lead lead here um, lead here in a way where where you know we can show everyone, particularly in New Orleans, that um, you know we can we can still lead, we can still do our job, but we can do it safely. What's been the key to managing two different teams? Because when you have two different teams like the Saints and the Pelicans, they're on two different schedules. The Pelicans trying to are hopeful that they can re- uh, resume the season at some point um, in the NFL for agency going on right now. You have to deal with the upcoming draft um, with you and your staff. How has it been managing two teams that are kind of in two different, you know, two different times right now? Well, you know, it's a great question. Um, I, you know, I would, I would say the, uh, and I say this a lot, folks hear me say this a lot. And I, I mean this, I mean, 
we have we have outstanding people that work here. We have outstanding employees. Um, and and you know it's I would never say it's been easy. There's been some challenges, but they certainly do make it easy. I mean, um, you know we're we're pretty much you know operating as though where everyone was in the building and, and we're full go. Obviously, some new challenges challenges with Mickey. Um, and, and what he's doing in preparation and drafting, as you said, from a basketball standpoint, really doing everything that you can to be prepared so that when it is time to resume the season, not only can we do it, but we can be extraordinarily successful in doing it. Um, you know, that, that, of course, has been the focus. But, you know, the other part of the focus is, you know, preparing for next year. I mean, this is, this is you know, oftentimes for both franchises, um, you know, the busiest time of the year, um, the off seasons, this is when, you know, you're prepping for the new year. This is when you're renewing tickets. This is when, um, you know, you're pulling together what the fan experience is going to look like for the next year. Um, you know, all those things are, you know, going down the same path, you know, similar path um, as, as, you know, you know, this crisis management that we're dealing with. And so, sure, it can be, you know, somewhat stressful, um, but you know, uh, you know, it's challenging. But again, we have really good people, and 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 really, um, you know, it's it's nothing compared to the people who are in the front lines right now, who are caring for our our sick. And you know, I, I can't. I'm amazed at the job that they do. And and again, for as hard as it is, uh, for the stuff that we're trying to accomplish, it's, it it pales in comparison to what those folks are doing and the sacrifices that they're making. And um, really. Our thoughts, prayers, and hats go off to them because um, that we, they truly are special. Well said, Dennis. Absolutely. All those frontline workers out there right now are definitely the heroes um, as we're dealing with this difficult time. And you mentioned uh, Mickey Loomis and dealing with uh, the facilities closing. Of course, the NBA closed down their facilities about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Now the NFL um, has made their decision to require all team facilities to close as well. How has that impacted the team's ability to conduct business, especially during this time, Dennis, where you mentioned the draft is coming up, NFL free agency. How has that impacted um, this kind of situation right now? Well, I, you know, it's interesting because um, what we talk a lot about here within the organization is, um, is is doing everything that we can to the best of our ability, always being prepared. And so, um, as I said earlier, with, with the group of folks that we have working here and, and with that goal in mind, it has certainly been challenging, but um, it certainly um, has not been impossible. And, and you know, one of the things that, you know, I say, I know others in this organization say, is that, um, you know, we think we're very well equipped. Um, unfortunately, we've had to deal with some struggles in the past. Um, um, but, you know, we think it's prepared us um, for now, and, and hopefully it's given us an advantage um, in, the, in the way that uh, we operate. I, I would tell you that, you know, as in any organization, the most important thing right now is probably communication, and um, we certainly are communicating. Um, you know, we, we we meet on the staff, um, the, the the senior vice presidents and, and I, along with Mrs. Benson, you know, meet regularly um, every morning um, on a call um, to start our day. Um, we we follow. We you know we also have uh, vice presidents meetings twice a week. We have town hall meetings with all of our employees at least once a week. Um, you know, I, I'm constantly in connect and connected with Mickey and in connection with, with, uh, with David, you know, I was looking at some of our IT numbers just now. I mean, we've had over a thousand 
um, you know, virtual meetings here in the last week, week and a half, which is, you know, pretty amazing. Um, you know, if you look at some of our connectivity numbers um, and, and look at some of the traffic that, that you see, just what's happening on, on, you know, in the background, you, you see an organization that is, is extraordinarily connected, um, extraordinarily dialed in, and again, hopefully, um, in a position to take advantage of the, the position that we find ourselves in, and that, and what I mean by that is just just being a you know a, a really good organization. So, um, you know, that's where we are, and that's what we're we're continuing to focus on, and, and so far it's been good. You mentioned some of the challenges that the this teams have to face as far as communication, not only on the NFL side but the NBA side, but also with your your sales staff who is working from home right now and, and, and interacting with season ticket holders. If fans or season ticket holders need to get in contact with either organization, what's the best way for them to do that right now? Well, you know, really nothing has, has changed. Um, you know, all 50 of our um, of our um, sales employees um, in our ticket office are, you know, working there in, in daily contact um, with all of our season ticket holders on both sides. We have a, a full um, sponsorship department um, and its um, entire team in connection with our sponsors. Um, but to answer your question, um, you know, the main lines, we have them, it's staffed and, and folks are answering at 731-1700 or 733-0255 for the Saints and then 525 Hoops for the Pelicans. Um, I, you know, one of the good things that I think we've been able to do over the last few years um, is really, you know, get a personal connection between a season ticket holder and one of our one of our employees or one of their um one of our, um, you know, folks that work in our ticket office, and and hopefully, you know, the best thing they can do is just reach out to them. I know we're reaching out to everyone, um, particularly people we haven't heard from, and and really, you know, the the focus there is just compassion and and understanding and what's going on. Um, can we help? You know, we we've been involved in a number of assistance funds around the league. I'm sorry, around the city. If there's anything we can do to help anyone, um, you know, we want to do that as well. So, um, uh, you know, the connections, they're all up and running, 525 Hoops and 731-1700-504 via the area code. I want to get to the funds in just a second because there's so many leaders of both organizations that are really helping um, everyone out during this time of need. But going back to the, the season ticket holders, what have you been hearing from them in the last couple of weeks? I know, as you mentioned, every one of your sales team is reaching out, making sure everyone is okay, first and foremost. What are you hearing back from them as renewals are happening and deadlines are approaching? What's been some of the feedback you've been hearing from them through this last couple of weeks? I would tell you, um, you know, the conversations and the conversations you'd expect um, pretty much anywhere um, in the city or state in the country. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty um, right now. There's a lot of um, concern, you know, apprehension for um, for our, our, you know, for our, the, the, the folks in our community, um, but having said that, I think I think there is a real, real strong desire for everyone to be back to normal. I mean, you know, the the reality of what we do is in both of these organizations, and, and one of the things that we talk a lot about is is bringing people together and unity, and bringing people together both physically, bringing people together uh, from a community standpoint. Um, and, and, you know, we can't bring people together physically right now. However, we can do it in other ways. And so that's what we're striving to do. Um, but look, by and large, um, you know, our fans extraordinarily supportive, extraordinarily supportive of what 
we're doing um, in the community, extraordinarily supportive of what our players are doing in the community. Um, um, and, and we'll continue to, to do our best to, to, to try to lead um, during this time. We talk about speaking of leaders, you know, Gail Benson really set the tone with her donation in creating the assist fund um, for the city of New Orleans with her donation of $1 million. Zion Williamson on the Pelican side, you can't forget about Drew Brees and what he's doing. And now it seems like more players and staff members from the organization starting to trickle in with their donations. Deontay Harris of the Saints, J.J. Reddick of the Pelicans. What does that say about this organization when you're starting to see so many you know, athletes and, and the staff really stepping up in this time and showing their support just make, speaks volumes about this organization. Uh, it really does. And, and really, you can answer that question so many ways. But, but the, if you really, you know, kind of boil it down, I, th I, think, I think what's so what's so true here in this situation is that everybody in our organization really has a love for the city and really has a, you know, feels a commitment to our fans, feels a commitment to you know, our colleagues feels a commitment to the organization itself. I mean, you know, when you come to play for the Pelicans or come to play for the Saints, I mean, I think you, you very quickly realize that this is so much bigger than just playing basketball, playing football. You truly are representing um, a community that truly, um, you know, has a desire for your, for their success more than, than other places. And, and I would tell you, I think our fans, and certainly I know our employees feel that, you know, we we really, really want to make this city happy. We really, really want to make this city prosper. We really, really want to see success in this state, in this region, in this city. And and, and so, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me at all that um, our employees or that our players would, would step up and, and try to, uh, you know, act in a leadership role um, right now. Certainly, as you said, Ms. Benson, um, that was, you know, one of the first things that she did was, all right, how can we help the community here? Um, and, and I'm very proud to say that as an organization, we were one of the first ones to step up. And, and we, you know, and, 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 and that's because, you know, it was our time to do it. We had the available, the resources to do it. So we stepped up and we, we will continue um, to step up and take the lead. But that really is where we see our organization um, is in that leadership position. Couple more questions for you. We're talking with Dennis Lausha, Saints in President, or Saints and Pelicans President. Dennis, uh, we've talked about some football stuff here. One last football question before we move into the Pelicans, real quick. And obviously, during this time, uh, what was supposed to be happening, obviously, the renovation of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome project. Of course, the plan was to be done uh, for the NFL season, or at least part of it. How have those plans been altered um, with the pandemic coming around? Um, and how are what what is the update? On the on the Mercedes-Benz Superdome renovations. Well, as we said here today, there's been really no alteration. It's full speed ahead. Um, you know, I know um, ASM and, and the state are, are working hard to continue on the construction um, of the Superdome. I know we've been fully engaged. Um, you know, we've we've been engaged with. We have a, a handful of con uh, of consultants that we that we use. I, I know. So the, the same is true with the with the um, with the state and, and, and um, LSCD, and, and I can tell you, it's 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 you know moving forward. Um, now, of course, things can change, but um, you know you know as it as we sit here now, we we are we're fully moving forward, and we we totally expect um, to be ready to go. Um, you know, assuming the season begins when it you know when it should start. So um, so we'll, we'll be prepared. Now, you know, does that mean that? 
Um, we're not doing things in preparation of reopening the dome in a post, you know, COVID-19 world. Sure we are. I mean, you know, we, we there's been a handful of, um, you know, we've been in constant connection and constant contact with both both leagues, um, you know, league management, you know, leadership from other teams in both, in both leagues. We've been, you know, in discussion with um, governmental and business officials here in town. And, you know, you know, we don't know what the future is going to look like, but, you know, it sure can be somewhat different than what we see today. And so, um, particularly on the NBA side, they've um, started a um, – the league has started a um, – basically a, a small committee to start analyzing, you know, what that may be. And we, we serve on that committee, and we play a big – we have a role on that committee, and, and, and you know, a, a big group of, in our organization are really focused on, you know, when we come out of this, you know, how – how will that game day experience, you know, how it, how could it be perhaps a little different? So, um, you know, we're trying to stay um, in front of that, whether that's, you know, the, the way perhaps we change the way we consume, um, you know, our concessions. Um, it, it's, it, is it, you know, there might be some change in the way, um, you know, tickets maybe go more of a ticketless, um, into a ticketless environment, um, or, you know, there's a handful of other things as well. So, um, you know we're we're focused on that and and we're working on that now and and we'll be prepared for it. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was kind of leading into my next question about what the Pelicans are doing as far as planning for the resumption of the NBA season. I know there's a lot of uncertainty about whether play resumes or how it you know might resume, but with different circumstances. How often are you in in contact with the league, whether it's daily, whether it's hourly? Um, not only on planning for ahead for maybe when this stuff dies down, but also more so um, about the other things going on with, with the NBA and what they're deciding to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm in constant contact um, um, with both leagues, as I said, and, and really leadership from other teams. And, and, you know, we're exploring a lot of different options and, you know, again, the best thing that we can do right now, you know, is, is be prepared and try to and try to be prepared for anything that comes our way, and, and that's easier said than done. But um, you know, it's, there's a lot of folks that are working on it. And again, you know, I'm proud to say that organizations are you know very involved and on the cutting edge of of, of, of that preparation. So um, you know how that may look or what that may look like. Uh, all I can say is that we'll, we'll we'll do our best to to again lead by example. Before I let you go, what are you looking forward to the most when the teams get back to the training facility? I know it's tough right now with everyone working from home and um, communicating uh, via video or audio like we're doing right now. But what are you looking forward to the most when uh, things can hopefully uh, resume and get back to normal? Well, you know, I, I said this on our town hall meeting the other day. You know, I, I really do miss everyone being in the office. You know, I, I, I miss the camaraderie. Um, you know, I, I miss, I miss, you know, um, just, just being around folks, just walking around the office and, and you know, um, seeing people engaged and, you know, the, the short conversations. And although we're very connected, as I said earlier, I still, I still miss that. You know, I, 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 the other thing I can't wait for is, I mean, I, I get – and look, I, I can tell you, so many people that are in the position I'm in, so much of the leadership, um, uh, the folks who are in leadership positions in, in this organization, the thing that we feel um, really – best about is when we see our fans um, in the stadium having a good time, you know, when we're scoring and high-fiving and hugs and 
yelling and participating in, in, in our team winning, um, that engagement. I mean, that, you, you really have no idea how that um, makes us feel. I mean, that, that really, um, you know, that's, that's really the joy we get from our games. And so I, a joy we get from our, um, from our job. So, look, I, I can't wait for that. I know it's coming, you know, and we have to be patient. You know, and as I, you know, say to our employees, you know, number one, be safe. Number two, do your job. Number three, be leaders. Um, you know, you know, I, you know, I know we're going to come out of this, um, you know, strong and and and, and hopefully uh, better than than, than we are. Um, and and uh, that's important that we do that as an organization. I think we're all looking forward to that day. Absolutely right. That's Dennis Lausha, Saints and Pelicans president here. On the podcast presented by Sea Geek, Dennis, I really appreciate the time. I can hear the emails flying in behind you, so I'm gonna let you get back yeah, to I'm that. Sorry for that. That's <laughs> no, okay. It, it shows it's a very busy time still, and I appreciate the time that you spend with us today. Thank you, Dennis. All right, thank you, Daniel. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. All right, big thanks to Saints and Pelicans President Dennis Lausha for joining us on today's podcast presented by Sea Geek, a joint podcast on the Saints and Pelicans websites, mobile apps. And, of course, you can download and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Also, we'll separate here on Wednesday. Scheduled to appear on both podcasts, Nick Underhill will join Caroline Gonzalez on the Saints podcast. And we're hoping to get head coach Alvin Gentry for the Pelicans podcast as he'll chat with Todd Graffinini. And then we'll have some more great guests for you lined up for the end of the week. I'm also excited to tell you about the new thing being launched on both team websites and all the social media platforms, and that is Home Team TV, basically short, fun videos that will hopefully entertain and inform you during this tough period without sports. There'll be a theme for each day of the week, with today being Mental Health Monday. Tomorrow, we're gonna get turned up for a turned up Tuesday. Wild Card Wednesday, who knows what can happen on Wild Card Wednesday. We'll do Takeout Thursday. We'll promote and we'll also inform you on ways to uh, support local businesses with dining via the Dixie Beer Dining Guide that you can look out for on both teams' websites. And then it'll be Fitness Fridays. It's been tough. You're seeing a lot of videos of, of people having their own gyms um, inside their house and we'll have different ways to help you stay fit during this time where you really can't go to gyms and really can't exercise unless you're going on walks. And let's be real, there's only so many walks you can go on every day. So hopefully these videos will help everyone and those will be on Fitness Friday. So stay tuned every day through Monday through Friday and be on the lookout today for Mental Health Monday. And um, of course, you never know what else can happen on Home Team TV. Again, on Wednesday, Alvin Gentry, Nick Underhill on both teams' websites. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast presented by Seeky. And until Wednesday, I'm Daniel Salerson. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Stay safe and remember, continue to practice social distancing.